All right, welcome back, everybody. It's a new month and a new word for core essential values, and we are just sliding into home right now. We are right at the end of the year. We, this is our last one for the school year, and it's totally appropriate for us to be talking about it right now. I'm excited to get into it with my friend, Dr. Beth Tremel. But before we do that, we'll introduce ourselves. My name is Leslie Bolser. I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values. We are a curriculum and resource company for primarily for schools, but communities and parents and families as well. We work with pre-K through high school students to talk about a word each month and why it's important to who they're becoming in their lives. And I'm here today with my friend, Dr. Beth Trammell, and we share a lot of things in common. And one of them is that we both think these words are important and the way we talk to kids about them are important too. So introduce yourself, Dr. Beth. Okay. Thanks uh, for having me again. I always love being here every month. So my name is Dr. Beth Trammell. I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm the director of the master's in mental health counseling program. And yeah, Leslie, you and I, um, we met, it feels like a long, long time ago, but um, I don't <laughs> think it was actually that long ago, but um, maybe seven, eight years. I don't know. Anyway, so um, we met because we love uh, words and we love helping people who are around kids use words intentionally. And uh, this word I love that we uh, are talking about in May during a month where, gosh, this has been a hard year. Um, We've had a hard couple of years, but I know in the schools, it has been extraordinary. Um, Our K-12 schools, our teachers, it's perseverance is going to be a fun word to talk about today. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's what we're talking about is perseverance and refusing to give up when life gets hard. And um, let's, let's get right into it. It, it, Do you think it's appropriate to talk about that right now? Or is it a little bit of a slap in the face? Ooh, man, Um, we didn't actually talk about this, but yeah, this this is tough. Right. So we're talking about K-12ers and, you know, some months we split out words for, you know, our, our K-5ers and then our, our kind of upper yeah. kiddos. But this month, you know, as we were talking about this word, I really felt like we can, we can talk about this through the, the K-12 lens, uh, I think fairly, fairly well, but it is hard. I mean, yeah. life is hard and the last year has been extraordinary and I think we do talk about it and it matters to talk about it while also honoring that some folks may not be, I don't know if ready to persevere is the right thing, but you know, we are exhausted and I, I've talked to so, so many people in the school building that it feels like if you're in it with us, talking about perseverance feels good. Mm, Yeah. But if you're someone who hasn't stepped foot in the school building and you're just kind of talking to teachers or kids, like just persevere, life is hard, but persevere, Mm -hmm. that feels that that's a tough one to swallow, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. So I think it's about how we frame it and how we phrase it, right? Yeah. Because just quitting everything and just absolutely giving up isn't usually an option. So I think we need to recognize that there are times when you just have to persevere in life and talking to our kids about that is really, really important that there are moments where you really want to give up because it 
feels better, but it's not the right thing to do. And then there are moments where stepping away from something is the right thing to do and knowing how to do that correctly and knowing how to discern what moments the right ones to walk away and what moments are the right ones to stick with it is really, really important. So I don't want to gloss over this and have people think that everything ever is the right thing to stick with. Um, But I also don't want to say, hey, it's been a tough year. So just whatever you don't want to do, just stop doing it. Right. I think there's I think there's something in the middle that's true on both sides that, like you said, honors the fact that people are worn out, but then also recognizes for kids, they do need to know how to stick with stuff that isn't very fun. Yeah, I think it's such a good place to start today's conversation uh, in saying, you know, I think with with our with our kids, especially our upper elementary and then definitely our middle and high schoolers, some of the hardest parenting moments are in realizing, okay, my kid wants to quit. Um, They are having some pretty significant like reasons for wanting to quit, but I think they need to persevere. And so what's the balance in honoring your child's struggle and allowing them to quote quit. And then also teaching them that perseverance is still very true, but it doesn't mean at all costs. That's right. That's right. So say more about that. How as a parent, do you know where that line is? I think it's really tricky, but I think it comes, it comes back to really figuring out where is your child at socially Where are they at emotionally? Where are they at physically? And if they are having pretty significant negative reactions to whatever it is that's happening, right? Maybe it's a group project. Maybe it's being a part of a team. Maybe it's, you know, playing a musical instrument or whatever. And if they are having just a day where they're like, ah, I don't really want to do it. I think I want to quit piano. And with kind of a gentle nudge to remind them, hey, you know, you've been working really hard and I know it is hard, like honoring that I don't always want to do everything I have to do. I don't always want to persevere. Like parents, we can honor that and say, yeah, I know. I know you don't really feel like doing it, but um, we've got to go today. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, we can watch a movie together because I know you just want to kind of edge. So if you can get them through that, then persevering may be the right option. But if your child is coming home and having pretty significant negative reactions in multiple areas, you know, social, psychological, emotional, or even physical, then tough love may not be the answer. Mm-hmm. It may say, you know, perseverance also includes taking care of yourself and, um, It doesn't mean that you have to finish every single task you start all the way to the end at the expense of your well-being. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a senior in high school right now, and that's a really interesting time, right? Because, um, you know, senioritis is a real thing. They're kind of over a lot of the stuff that's been happening for all those years in school, and they see something new on the horizon, but that new thing is scary. So we had a couple situations just in the past few months where um, she was involved in something and she sort of started getting an inkling that it wasn't the right thing for her. And 
so she sat down with her dad and I and just sort of said, I, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And here's why. And we had a lot of conversations over several days. We didn't let her decide all at once, several conversations over days. And then it turned out she was right. So then the next conversation was, how do you get out of this in the best way possible? And then, you know, she's 17, so she needed to do it herself. So then the conversations were, how do you approach the people in charge and what are you going to say and how are you going to frame this and all that? Um, and, you know, it was a little uncomfortable for me because I really wasn't sure if she should stop doing it, but she was absolutely right. Looking back, she made the right decision and um, it was a really good lesson for her moving forward about how to quit things. And then just last night, she had the last meeting of a, a group or thing she's been involved in for many years. And she came home and didn't want to go. And I was like, you need to go. You know, it's the last night. You just need to, I know you're tired. You just need to go. I want you to go. And she was pushing back, pushing back. And finally, I was like, you don't really have a choice. It's one time you're going to go. So she went and she got home and she got out of her car and she was just sobbing. Hmm. And she was so sad to leave this particular thing because it's been so meaningful for her. And the reason she didn't want to go last night was because she knew how emotional and sad it would be for her to walk away from it. And I, as a parent, knew that's why she didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. But I knew it was the right thing for her to see it all the way through and to finish it. So there are definitely moments particularly as our kids get older, but I don't want to discount what it's like as a sixth grader, because I think sixth graders know things that are right for them and wrong for them in a lot of ways. So I, there are definitely moments as parents where we push hard and moments where we say, okay, I think you're right. How yeah. do we walk you through the next steps? Yeah. And I love both examples that you just shared because they just clearly illuminate, you know, when we have to push and nudge because our kids need us to push them and kind of nudge them in some ways. And when to say, you know what, your voice and your opinion matters here. And you and I have grown to respect one another and we value one another in this relationship for me to hear you out. And you know, I think about some moments where I've been in a therapy room with a family where, you know, the child is saying, this is what I want to do, or this is what I don't want to do. Mm. And the parent is like, I'm the parent, you're the child, you just have to do what I say. And while there are approaches to parenting where that, that occurs for folks, what I find from the child's perspective is that it just causes so much conflict in the relationship that it just starts to trickle in other areas too, right? So then I don't respect you and I don't want to follow your rules. And I'm not saying that everything goes exactly that way all the time, but I'm saying sometimes there's real value in mm -hmm. honoring your child's perspective in the relationship in just those kind of small ways. And I think one thing that came to mind as you were um, kind of describing, you know, your your child comes to you and they say they they don't want to do whatever thing anymore, right? So let's say, let's move it down the spectrum, right? Because I think if we have high schoolers and they say, here's my argument, this is why I want to quit the debate team or whatever. <laughs> that let's say they're a 10-year-old, right? And they come home and they say, you know, I thought I would really like playing a musical instrument and 
I don't really want to do it anymore. And instead, I would rather do this or that or this. I, I want for us to think about what, ask yourself two questions, right? What would allow me to say, okay, you can give up this thing? Yeah. And what is causing me to want them to persevere? Yeah. And sometimes I'll be real honest, right? Sometimes I'm like, well, I paid $225 for the instrument. So you just have to finish. Right. And my kid is like crying, going to practice. And, you know, it's like, actually money isn't really the best reason. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is for you. But, but for me, I realized looking back, it just didn't matter that much. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's my kid has a tendency to want to start things and not finish, then maybe I want to push them a little bit to say that next time I want you to really think about it. Right. So I think that those are kind of good questions to check kind of where you're at in terms of what would make me want to, to push them and what would allow me to kind of let them step back. That's that's really, really great. So I know we're getting near the end, but I do want to ask you one more question, just focus really on perseverance. So I know a couple of things that I do when I'm trying to encourage my children to persevere, and I'm hoping you can give some other tips of what things you would recommend for parents, just really when you're talking about perseverance. The two things I kind of think about, and also with myself, when there's something that I don't really want to persevere with, because let's, I'll be honest about myself, I am a starter, not a finisher, right? Yeah, me too. It's not, it's not my, it's not my greatest strength. So I have to work with myself on sticking with things. So I really can, I can really see it when it happens with other people, because I, I experience it and I know what that feels like too. So um, uh, what I like to do with my girls is to talk about what's your why? Like, why did you start this? What was the reason behind this? And and now they're older again, you probably wouldn't do this with a seven-year-old, but with older kids, this is a conversation you can have. And then the other one I have with them is what's your why not? Yeah. What's the reason that's stopping you from persevering with this? Because that's what we really can address. The why can help you sort of visualize the future, but the why not is the stuff where we can cross things off a list and help you fix it. Um, what else can parents do to help their kids persevere when they've decided it's the right thing to move forward with persevering? Yeah, I think it's great. So a couple of things, um, both things that you said are excellent, you know, why and why not. And I think the other thing is helping kids realize how to tolerate failure. Mm, So refusing to give up when life gets hard is at the, at the heart of it, perseverance can only occur if, if failure is a potential. Mm, Yeah. Right. So I can only decide I'm going to keep going if I get to the point where I want to quit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So otherwise it's like it's not perseverance is just, otherwise, right, it's just you're just yeah. doing it. You know, you're yeah. just doing a thing. So yeah. I think the first thing for us as parents to realize is that if perseverance is an option, then frustration and um, struggle for our kids is real currently. Mm. So right now they're struggling. And yeah. so we have to help them learn how to struggle and then realize that failure is okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So they may realize, oh, it's okay. If I don't know how to do everything on the first try, it's okay that I don't realize how to be the best at this now where I'm at now. And those come through constant messages of Mm -hmm. 
just keep trying. I don't care if you're the, the first or the best. I just want you to go out there and, and try. Nothing matters more to me than if you're having fun and you you just show up and you give everything you've got. Like All of those continual messages teach them ways that they can tolerate failure and struggle when it comes. And I think the other thing about this particularly is helping kids prepare for when struggle happens. So, um, you know, many of our kids don't know how to anticipate struggle, right? Their frontal lobe isn't developed. And so they don't see the obstacles that we see. And so if they want to start something new, or if they're getting ready to, to do a, a group project, or, or maybe they're a, a little one who's got a spelling test coming up. And one of the words has been a struggle all week, as you've been practicing. This is our moment to say, you know what? This word may be hard for you. Mm-hmm. And when you get halfway through the word, when you're trying to spell perseverance on the spelling test, yeah. <laughs> Where's that you realize, that ego? <laughs> I just want to quit, Yeah, right? And what I want you to do is persevere. So these are kind of small moments that you can create in your, your K-12ers here to, to help them understand what perseverance is in the long run. I love that. I also love the idea of um, helping them s- know what it feels like to persevere and win. And not yeah. like have the highest score, but win, like get through it yeah. and recognizing what that does feel like to stick with something and accomplish it. Cause it's a great feeling when you accomplish something, um, you feel really good about yourself. And I think just acknowledging that in kids and noticing when it happens can be really powerful too. This so has true. been a really good conversation. And um, I think it gives us a lot to think about over the summer as we prepare kids to go back to school. For some of them, just going back in the fall is gonna be persevering, right? It's true. Sometimes going to be hard. So um, I think this gives us a lot to think about. If folks want to know more about Core Essentials, they can go to coreessentials.org to our website or check us out on social media at CE Values. And we'll be taking questions over the summer. If there are things that are popping up in your life with your kid, feel free to reach out to us um, and we'd be glad to get back with you or use it for next year or whatever is appropriate in those situations. But Beth, if folks want to get in touch with you or know more about you, how might they do that? Yeah. So my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com. And I have two other podcasts. Um, Kids These Days Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good and Things You Learn in Therapy are my two other podcasts. So folks can check me out there. That's awesome. Well, enjoy your summer. You too. Back in a couple months to chat more about kids. I can't I love it. All right. Thank you. 